I'm sure you have heard about and know a lot about the transdermal therapeutic systems, very famously abbreviated as capital TTS. Now, what's the whole mechanism and details? Let's enrich and revise this and a few more routes of drug administration today. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best, simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Let me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Cutaneous Yes, it refers to skin roots. If the drugs they are highly lipid soluble, they ensure a slow sustained absorption when applied on skin. And liver is bypassed too. Now the best dosage form you can think for this I know you guessed it right. Ointment. This is popping up in your mind. Now you can enhance absorption by simply rubbing the drug applied on the specified region. Or you can enhance the absorption by using an occlusive dressing or using an oily base for the drugs. All these methods, they really work wonders to enhance drug absorption. Specifically at this moment, I want to direct these discussions towards transdermal therapeutic systems and they are very famously and commonly abbreviated as capital TTS. Now when I say transdermal, just imagine a patch of drug applied on skin surface. Well that's what a layman would do and most of us would do. Now these devices, they are made as adhesive patches. There are different sizes available. The drug is delivered at a constant rate into the blood circulation by stratum corneum. The rate of absorption varies and factors affecting this, they are the physical skin features or characteristics, I mean specific site of drug application. And the other factor that may affect is the lipid solubility of the drug. Various sites, they may be chest, upper abdomen, upper arm, mastoid area. Sometimes if the irritation occurs or it persists for a longer period, you can avoid it by changing the site of the drug application. Well, this is one of the most happening and common disadvantage of this particular route of drug administration. Now let's imagine the diagram of the adhesive matrix or the patch. Here we go. Drug is in the solution form or it may be bound to a polymer. It occupies a reservoir space which occurs between an occlusive backing film and micropore membrane. Now this micropore membrane it is meant for controlling the rate of drug delivery. I hope you're getting the picture. Just close your eyes and listen to me. 
priming dose of drug lines up as on adhesive impregnation. The region lying below the micropore membrane. There's one more protective film lining the adhesive layer. And this protective coating, it is removed just before the application of the patch on the skin. The mechanism governing the drug delivery at the skin surface is diffusion for percutaneous absorption into the circulation. Now I told you the purpose of the micropore membrane to control the rate of drug delivery. This is so important. Why? Because we have to keep this rate of drug delivery less than the slowest rate of the skin absorption. But always remember, the drug is delivered at a constant rate which is actually predictable. No matter on what side you are applying the patch. You got the basic concept? Now the good drugs used for this special route they are glycerol trinitrate or nitroglycerine. Now this is used in angina. Another drug is nicotine which is used for smoking cessation. Then one more drug I want to tell you about is fentanyl or estradiol. Now these are generally used in our own country India but drugs like scopolamine or hyoscine like they are used for motion sickness then we have isosorbide dinitrate then we have clonidine they are also available elsewhere internationally now the shelf life predictable is mostly around one to three days and there are minimal dose fluctuations there are minimal inter-individual variations and yes these are very convenient routes of drug administration so they are attracting a good amount of patient compliance these are some positive features infusing some positive vibes while we get to listen to all these things now before our words and sounds of this musical set of delivery slowly fades away as we approach the last few minutes of today's episode let me have a word, a quick word with you all about the inhalational routes of drug administration. Volatile drugs, they are used for this. Now that is absolutely sure and you all know that. Then we get the desired systemic effect. Vast meshwork of alveoli is the site of the drug absorption and it promises a rapid action. Now, when we stop giving the drug, action is quickly off with the drug diffusing back. So, the advantage is 1. Self-administration. 2nd. It can be occurred in a very controlled manner. But there are dangers if irritant drugs are used. The dangers are there may be underlying inflammation of the respiratory tree tract and it may result in bronchial and salivary secretions. Some special drugs like oxygen and general anesthetics, they promise a systemic effect, while salbutamol isoprenaline in immediate aerosol preparations in the cases of bronchial asthma, and then we have spinhalers loaded with sodium chromoglycate in the prophylaxis of the bronchial asthma, 
they all ensure a very good amount of local effect. But yes, wait, let me clear the difference of the nasal route of the drug administration from this inhalational route. Now the nasal route, it involves the drug absorption from the nasal mucous membrane. And let us count the advantages. They are digestive juices and liver, they are bypassed. And very good examples to give in this particular context, they are gonadotropic hormone agonists, nebulized solutions, calcitonin desmopressin. They are frequently used in the spray form for this particular route. Then we have special drugs like insulin. Yes, I'm sure you know that it's a peptide drug. Uh, they were actually tried for this particular route, nasal route, because it was desired to achieve an additional benefit of bypassing the blood-brain barrier. Yes, the triple capital B barrier. Hope you got this whole concept of the inhalational and nasal routes well distinct in your minds. And that draws the curtain down for today's episode. Small deeds done, they are better than the great deeds planned. And that's what we did today. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.ispharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is Pharmacology Difficult? If you were listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.